Hey, neighbor, this is Merrill Hodge. s Bank is a community bank that truly cares about people. Whether you're a brand new customer or your family has been with s Bank since its start in 1902, the team is ready to exceed your banking expectations. s Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Learn how s Bank supports its neighbors at stbank.com today. Member FDIC. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're my best friend. With two of my best friends, Marcia. So we're we're not going to kiss then? I promise you. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. You, I'm cutting you off. You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, Industrious Moxie Ann and the musing Ruben J. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And my name is Moxie Ann. You went British. Yeah, but I, but I couldn't. I don't have any R's in my name, so I couldn't roll them. So you went British? Yeah. All right, cool. That's what you do. Yeah. When you can't go Mexican, you go British. Exactly. You know, if this wasn't July 5th, I'd be like... It wasn't July 5th. I don't know where I was going with <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. I know I already said that, but uh, this is going to be an interesting week, an interesting episode, and an interesting season. Quattro! Season Quattro! Do you know what Do you know what episode this is? I, I don't. Episode numero 46. I, I, lost, yeah, I did it. I lost count uh, with all the, the weird stuff that we've been doing the last couple of months. Well, yeah, kinda... technically, I, I don't even know, like, technically, because we've done a whole bunch of best of episodes in between seasons, and then we were doing the shorter ones, uh, the recap episodes during the whole COVID crisis when it first started out, and we were like, man, we should just wait until this is over, and then it's not going to be over for a long time. So we were like, okay, let's just do the new season. But, yeah, well, because um, originally it was like 15 days, and, you know, then it was like like 30 days and it was like 45 days and it was like 60 days and it was like 90 days and now it's just like it's, the rest of time is it's been like 120 days i think <sighs> it's so sad yeah it's so sad it's a little crazy but the good thing is but. the good thing is we're back and we're mediocre as ever Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh you know uh moxie this is an incredible thing that we're here season four uh the last couple of months have been our our record-breaking numbers surprisingly they seriously have oh my gosh what is with you people they're bored this is amazing they're bored yeah although i will say this if you've noticed that people have gone back to work the last couple of weeks our numbers have been going down yeah <laughs> people have been looking for new podcasts to listen to probably while they're at home purging all of their old stuff and cleaning their kitchens and baking sourdough bread you, who made sourdough bread everyone i you did didn't? not no i don't Dude. do i don't know how to make bread well, what have we even been doing this entire quarantine? Eating tacos. Yeah. That's and it's true. not a quarantine. Yeah. It's a lockdown. Whatever. Oh, my uh, gosh. Hey, so let's introduce people to something something new that we're doing uh, this season. Yeah. It's called Something Good. And uh, if you head over to our, our, our website, thebestfriendshow.com, you'll actually be able to look at what we're talking about this week. Um I'm not sure if this was nationwide or just California specific, 
but uh, the leadership all over California decided that fireworks were just outright banned. Um, there were Which, no. By the way, does not make sense to me, but whatever. Yeah, it's like it. What? So, when my local city shut down our fireworks show two days before, excuse me, Fourth of July, uh, I told them straight up, "Like, this is what's going to happen. You're driving." So the, the the excuse was they didn't want people to congregate in large numbers. That makes sense. Uh, so what you do is you put a parameter around the park where people cannot congregate. You know, and then you still yeah. do the fireworks show like normal. Almost everybody I talked to said, "Oh, I was planning on going to the roof, of, you know, the roof of my house and just watching the fireworks go off, you know, at the park. Yeah, everyone can see it." I'm like, "That's that's wonderful. That's great. Barbecue at your house with your family. Go up to the roof, watch the fireworks. You know, everyone else is gonna be doing fireworks around you as well. That's great." Yeah. Uh, and then our local leadership uh, bowed down to uh, to the the tyrant, you know, tyrannical tyrant, uh, tyrannical, the tyrant, tyrannical. Tyrant? Tyrannical. I okay. there was more coming out before you decided to correct me, Miss <laughs> Miss Correcty Sassy Pants. Hey, you're the one who said it wrong. Tyrannical Gaviner Newsome was what I was gonna say. So I said it correctly. You just cut me off before I could finish saying things. Sit down. Be I humble. Well, then be humble. <laughs> uh our, our our tyrannical governor decided to uh uh, outlaw like he suggested no no fireworks and so uh all of california decided oh, okay no fireworks this year except for the patriots out there who decided to like light off record-breaking amounts of fireworks in the city of los mm-hmm. angeles uh to the point where the bad part about this is the air in los angeles is currently hazardous so don't go to los angeles <laughs> but there were so nice, guys. many nice. fireworks uh, and there's a video up on our website right now uh, just of a drone flying through the war zone that was Los Angeles. It's ridiculous. I watched this video. Brad and I were watching. Uh, he's got a, a backyard outside of his place where you can see over the whole valley. That's in- that's typically how backyards work, by the way. Yes. Yeah. But OK. Yes. Whatever. Uh, anyway, you can see like out over the whole valley and, um, we stood out there for a while last night and watched, and it looked a little bit like this. There were big blasts going off from all over the city. And honestly, I, (laughs) I have never seen this many fireworks and I've been watching 4th of July fireworks my whole life. Usually the city of Newport beach does a show and we go to the bluffs and we watch, or we watch from a gondola or the bluffs. What's the bluffs? The bluffs are like a tall cliffs. That's beside the point. Usually we go and watch side fireworks note, you, shows. You and, you and Brad are matching. Just side note. I know we are. Yeah. Where is he? There he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I've seen a lot of fireworks, but I watching this video, this drone footage from L.A. yesterday, I have never seen fireworks like this. Oh my gosh. How do you even buy these? Where do you go to buy these? Well, there's, well, the illegals you buy like in in Nevada or Mexico. um, But a lot of them, you just, you just buy, there's like stands like right down the street from your house that you buy them from. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. So what, what do you like most about, about this? 
I just like that. I mean, un- the unfortunate side of it is that now the air quality in Los Angeles is bad. And I'm pretty sure they're going to put a stay at home order out for that. Um, yeah. You know, because that's what tyrannical governments decide to do uh, is keep the people <laughs> locked up. Uh, you like how I, I like the word tyrannical today? Like, that's my yeah. word of the day. Now that you've figured out how to say it, you really like it. I said it correctly the first time. You just cut me off before I could say it. If the court reporter would report the record record And if again, the court reporter would read back my remarks, yes. you will see that I have not perjured myself. Yes. Yes. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, stop typing. Stop typing that. Um, other pop culture. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> What, what, what is, cause this is something good. So we're reporting oh, on something yeah. good. So what's good about this to you? Uh, that people still celebrated the 4th of July and America, even with its imperfections, uh, yeah. to the point where it was actually overwhelmingly beautiful and, uh, dangerous at the same time. <laughs> there's nothing, there's, just, there's nothing more American than blowing stuff up to the point where the air is hazardous to, to, to breathe. Hey, but you know what? Everyone has masks, so that should help. That should help. I saw one of my friends posted, America is like the Florida of the world. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. Kind of true. Kind of true. I mean, I love it. I love it. I love uh, almost everything about America, Uh, again, in spite of its flaws. Uh, So... Uh, to all the patrons out there who lit off fireworks uh, in spite of being told not to and in spite of everybody hating on you for, for celebrating the 4th of July, words should go here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long night. We should have called our podcast that words <laughs> should go here. <laughs> you know what? There's always time for a spinoff. man so what yeah it was pretty great what did you think about the fireworks shows last night or uh, now like three days ago you know it was really cool um i loved because when we were out there watching last night we were looking at all the different places that the fireworks were going off across the cities and he said you know usually disneyland takes center stage here but they weren't doing it and honestly i was a little disappointed that disneyland didn't decide to do fireworks and they should have because i mean the park wasn't open it's not like people can congregate but you can see the fireworks from anywhere in the Anaheim area. If you're, you know, if you're a California native, you could watch it from your house. Usually. Um, and usually you can hear it from your house and you get annoyed yeah, at nine 30 every night. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know, but it, it made me really happy to see people taking matters into their own hands and lighting off their own fireworks legal or not. Um, it made me happy because it means that people are actually doing it as a family. And what is more American than blowing stuff up together as a family? I think it should be the new motto of our of our <laughs> podcast. You're my best friend. Blowing stuff up together as a family. <laughs> but really, hasn't that been what the entire lockdown has been about? Blowing stuff up together as a family? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I think, didn't I blow something up at your house once? Like, isn't that a, a story that we should tell sometime? You set things on fire. That's different. That is a little different. Oh, you popping pills already? Oh, it's been a long day. <laughs> it's just getting started. Two o'clock. It's just getting started. Uh-huh. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, um, 
We're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we're doing a follow-up from last week's. Why are you laughing? Because I feel like every week now we're it's, we're going to do something a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> well, te- technically, every week should be a little bit different. So uh, maybe that should be the motto of the podcast. You're my best friend. A little bit different. <laughs> maybe that should be the name of a podcast. A little bit different. All right, we're going to be com- we're gonna be commercial. We're going now to... Wow. We'll- <laughs> We'll be back. <laughs> and we are back. Welcome back to you, my best friend. That was a commercial that we played. <laughs> nice. That's real believable, I was, Ruben. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm just, I have, I, again, like I told you, I have a, I have a massive headache. Uh, I have chills. Uh, I've been sneezing all day. I've had mucus coming out of my, my nose. Um, COVID? I have a fever. Uh, it just... I don't know, man. Do you, do you, we should get you tested. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. No, I just have I have a massive headache right now, and I've also been craving orange chicken all day. So, um, and are that's, you sure you're not pregnant? Well, in order for one to be pregnant, there's two things that need to happen. Number one, two. Yeah, well, number one, I need to have a uterus. Oh. Uh, and number two, I need to have had sexual engagement with a male. And Brad's been busy, so. <laughs> Want me to ask him if he's free? <laughs> I mean, he looks he looks pretty free right now. I just, uh, anyway. Uh, so this week, we are going to dive uh, deep into the, uh, the phenomenon, the spectacle, the... Uh, uh, phenomenon, the spectacle uh, <laughs> that is and was Hamilton on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I got. <laughs> all right, we're done. Sweet, twelve minutes, we're done. Uh, so, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, uh, he blessed us over the weekend with the release of Hamilton to Disney plus and it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I You're contributing uh, so much to this podcast. It's wonderful. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I think that the screams that we emitted as soon as it became alive on Disney plus were enough. I think they spoke for themselves. <laughs> we should have been, <laughs> we should have been recording. Uh, I, I love this is, this is the real life. Like, uh, timeline of what happened on thursday night going in uh, a june or july 1st into no july 2nd sorry going into uh july 3rd uh i get to cassandra's uh, ah, I, get to, <laughs> I get to moxie's house uh around 10 30 11 whatever 10 30 i think it was yeah like 10 30 ish uh she took 40 minutes to come out uh, we went to the store. I did not. Somehow, somehow we bought $60 worth of food. And like. <laughs> it wasn't even that much food. <laughs> I know. It was it was a pizza, uh, a, a DiGiorno pizza. Uh, it was mozzarella sticks, three bags of chips, and some ice cream. How the mm-hmm. hell did we spend $54 on that? I don't know. I really don't know. We're bougie. That's that's the only explanation I have. We well, bought we, expensive food. But we got the, it was on sale. 
We that was with the discount. I don't know. It's so weird. So weird. I'm never shopping at insert store name here ever again. Uh, <laughs> and so we, we rushed back to her house. Uh, and then we realized it was only like 11 o'clock and we still had an hour to go. And yeah. so we kind of just sat around. That was like the longest hour of my life. <laughs> that was actually the longest hour. The longest hour wasn't you falling down the stairs. No, no, that took about 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, and so at about 11.59, we start like refreshing Disney Plus. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then we see, oh, Hamilton's there. And we both shriek out something like, you want to do it? Ah! Ah! And then we start watching Hamilton. And then like three minutes into the, the show, the stream freezes. And we both go. Ah! <laughs> my parents were laughing so hard at us <laughs> although i am very disappointed that i lost my seat on the couch uh, yeah what the heck was that about we I, both claimed our seats and then my mom and sister were like hat nope <laughs> i was not in the seat where it happened no you really weren't and they weren't even paying attention no we your mom like, was playing candy crush the whole time yeah, we were hanging on every word, and they were just like, oh, cool, free ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah, free mozzarella sticks. Okay, oh, are, are you guys going to eat this pizza? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so uh, let's let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah, let's um, go for it. I, I want to hear, because obviously it was a little different from what we expected, and I want to recap like what we went over last week in our episode and, and some of our expectations. So what was one thing that you were expecting from this that wasn't how it turned out to be more, more dialogue. Uh, I was actually surprised that there was like no dialogue, uh, that wasn't, that wasn't singing. So it was, it was actually really interesting because I, I I turned at you at one point and I go, Oh wow. This is like the concert version of the album. Essentially (laughs) like pretty much like it's just like going to see the band on tour, you know, and they just happen to play the album in order. Um, yeah. which is a rarity these days. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of like, well, although it was more like watching the live DVD version of the band playing the record live. Yeah, it was cool to have the did added I just, elements. Did I just date myself by saying live DVD? A little bit, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, kind of. Anyway, it elements was, of what? It was cool to have all of the dance elements and the staging. There were a lot of things that like, I noticed for the first time even though I've listened to the soundtrack approximately 82 times <laughs> in one day, like, yeah. In the first day. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear something ironic? Sure. I got into Hamilton when I was in Europe. <laughs> That's great. We were walking around the UK and I was blasting like the room where it happens. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to be in the room where it happens. And they're like stupid American. does she not know where she is i don't know what that was you know i was watching it the first time and very disappointed because i was excited for dialogue like i was excited for more explanation than what we already knew and to be honest i i know that we kind of shared the same sentiment um we were both a little bit like you know i'm really glad that we didn't see this live (laughs) well let's, let's rephrase this Really glad we didn't see it live with like the fourth rendition of the cast in yeah. Los Angeles. Like if this would have been hundred dollar tickets. Yeah, if this would have been like, you know, 
on Broadway with the original cast. Yeah. I would I'd, I'd be like, oh, we should still go see this. But well, and also I think that the fact that we have committed the entirety of the soundtrack to memory kind of <laughs> takes away from it because you Ready, know it set, starts and go. we're like wow we're gonna see so many new things and and then it's not new at all there's like one new scene there's there's, there's like two or three but they were all like minute and like non like they didn't they they advanced the visual story but not the audio the audio audio, audio. <laughs> the audio story <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, Side note, this is completely a a side thing, but I want to see if you laugh at this. I was doing a a Zoom meeting for a (laughs) uh, table read. Thank you. That's all. All right. Goodbye. Uh, (laughs) I was doing a a table read Zoom meeting for a project that I, uh, I can't release many facts. That's the whole point of this thing. He was telling us, like we were asking, can we post about this? Can we talk about this online? And the guy who was in charge of it, he was trying to tell us like, you know, keep it low key and keep it on the down low. And he said, keep it, make make sure that anything you post is innocuous. Inoculus, not innocuous. Inoculus. I think we're all getting vaccinated. Were, were we? Were we talking? Were, were we on a Zoom call recently? No. <laughs> um, I will say so. I liked, uh, you know, kind of going from the start of the show. Um, I really enjoyed the camera angles on this. Like, mm. I was really surprised how well they made this small stage become this massive New York city universe that they've created. Yeah. Um, and so from the beginning I was like hooked on the production and I felt bad for the production guy. Like whoever's in charge of pushing the button for the, the stage to start <laughs> turning. I feel really bad for him in case. I he- will say that spinning wheel, probably the best investment that cast ever made. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it opened up so many, so much uh, more opportunity for them uh, as far as what they can do with the stage without yeah. having to have multiple different sets. Uh, yeah. And if you actually look back, the set didn't really change much uh, except for they would bring stuff on the stage that would rotate on the stage as the scene was going on. So it was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool to kind of see how that worked out. And it was also really cool because... Uh, in my experience in the theater, uh, you know, you usually have a production shoot person. Me. What? I'm not going to shoot Nothing. you. Uh, you know, they usually have production people come out and put stuff on the scene. But it was ensemble was doing that. You know, like yeah. they would bring stuff on set with them and it would become part of, you know, the scene. And then they would take it off with them. And I thought it was really cool just how it all worked out. It was a really well-oiled machine. Yeah. I I felt like all of the cast members were definitely working overtime with those elements in mind. But, you know, you don't normally see the ensemble having this huge of a role. I the, mean, we saw them in almost every song. Yeah, and they were like, like each of the dancers kind of took on their own personality. And mm-hmm. they were actually, a lot of them were used in key, like key transitional roles where it wasn't like they weren't a main character, but their presence there transitioned the story to the next element. And it was really cool to see that because it's like, again, usually you have some random, you know, uh, what's, uh, I guess actor that would play that role and you, you know, 
the casting director used a very small cast of people to play this huge cast of characters. Yeah. Yeah, they I, they did a fantastic job. And I think the real genius of Hamilton, the musical live, is how Lin-Manuel Miranda makes these small choices, seemingly inconsequential choices, that really change the feel of the whole play. I mean, this is not your parents' Broadway musical. This is not The Little Mermaid. This is not... The Lion King. Even I, I've seen The Little Mermaid. I've seen The Lion King on Broadway. It was really cool. But this. Wow. What? I don't know. <laughs> Lynn has chosen to make these small, seemingly inconsequential changes, like putting a rotating thing in the middle of the stage, or uh, I don't know what that's called. It's called or a rotating having- stage. Yeah, rotating stage, that's it. Or having the ensemble members bring in the props and move things around instead of having the production team do it. Or, I, you know, I, there's a whole host of ways that he's changed this up, and he's changing the game. Well, it was really cool, too, because uh, this, this is, I think this falls in the category of the tragedy, you know, because it's just the way it ends. My dad was calling it an opera. Well, Which it, honestly would make sense. It is an opera in the, the respect that they don't actually stop singing the entire time, but it, but it's yeah. a, it's a it's a tragedy in the respect that the way that it ends, like it's just the, the main character dies, you know. But at the same time, well, I mean, it was the 1700s, so they are all dead now. Spoiler alert! I was hoping to have beer with Aaron Burr, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I had a point there, and I and I completely. Uh, Did you hear that clink? That was me hitting my tooth with a glass that I just drank out of. Nobody heard that. Oh well, okay. That's <laughs> what happens when you fall downstairs. <laughs> you break your front tooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I was what was I going to say? I was going to say something that was really important. Oh, so in this. You know, story that becomes a tragedy. There's also humor and drama, and like it was a well-rounded story mm-hmm. uh, that came together on stage really well. So, one of the things that I noticed that was different from the soundtrack is how how much more creative freedom they seem to have on stage. Yes, um, it seemed like a lot of the songs were like a step or two slower, uh, yeah, or a little bit faster. Uh, or they took these random like half a step pauses that just made the song so much more like powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the vein of making the song more powerful, can we also talk about how much emotion these characters put into oh, their lyrics yeah. when they're delivering them live? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, uh, or even, even just like there were a couple moments where we both kind of went, Oh, mm-hmm. That's what yeah. they were trying to say from the soundtrack. Because I didn't go ahead. Sorry. I was saying you just needed the physical, like the physical uh body language sometimes to kind of tell what they were wanting to do. Yeah. Well, and I didn't catch on, like there's a whole the, for example, there's a whole hidden thread uh underlying thing about how Washington is like a father to Alexander Hamilton. And I honestly, I may be super dense. But I didn't catch that when I was listening to the soundtrack. The part, and the part this, where he called him son four times didn't uh, 
Well, no, to me, uh, but that didn't make sense. It also hit me, and this is a spoiler alert, but it hit me. The reason he was calling him son in that song is because of what happens in the next song. And that hadn't registered to me. Like it hadn't registered to me that he was in so much emotional pain. And this is conveyed in the live performance. He was in so much emotional pain at having to send Alexander Hamilton home because like he's the greatest right-hand man that he's ever had, but also he needs to go home and he doesn't understand why he needs to go home. And so he keeps calling him son like, Hey, you have, you're going to have a son. If you had a son, you would understand and you're going to understand, but son, you need to go home. And Alexander is just getting more and more upset. You know, it's funny. I don't, I I didn't get that at all from that. I honestly, I think the fact that like all the key songs start off with how does an orphan bastard son of a whore or whatever, like that for me is like, that's when he started calling him son, that those were the two lines that connected for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Because even then, like, Unless Lin-Manuel Miranda took some great creative liberty here, uh, there was no way for them to know that he, he was having a son. Uh, well, and there, you know. there. I mean, that's I can't. I think in that time period, kind of everyone assumed that it was going to be a son until it wasn't. True, true. Uh, so, but but that that particular scene, uh, watching it live, really gave it a whole new meaning. Uh, because, you know, in the in the soundtrack, uh, you know, Christopher is it Christopher Jackson plays yeah. Washington. Uh, goes, son, I need you alive. You know, like he just says it. But in the play, he actually like screams it, and like you can see the emotion. And he's yeah. like he's trying to tell Hamilton, like, bruh, this is bigger than a war. Like you need to, like we need you alive because yeah. you're having a child. Like your wife yeah. needs you alive, not yeah. because she's your wife and she needs you alive, but because you're having a child. Yeah. And th- I think the other thing that we don't catch from the recordings is the, the age progression of Hamilton as he grows older. Cause when he walks on stage for the first time, you turned to me and you were like, Whoa, he looks 19. And I was like, yeah, I'm really curious to see how they age him throughout this. And that is reflected in his performance throughout these songs. When Washington is screaming at him, like, son, I need you alive. He's kind of, and they've, they've angled it really well too, with the camera angles. Like they look down from Washington at Hamilton and he's looking up at Washington going, call me son one more time, you know? And, and he really looks not, I want you people, don't get that. Yeah, and I want people to, when, when if you watch this this play, I want you to pay attention during that scene because mm. I want you I want you to see the pain and the anguish and like the emotion that Lin Manuel Miranda is portraying as Hamilton when he steps up to his commander mm-hmm. because in the military, like you'd be on your butt in a second, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. there's so much emotion going on there because. It's just there's so much going on in that 30 seconds of, of, of dialogue that you need to pay attention to the emotion that's really been given off. You really do. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Um, I The other area where I would say pay attention to the emotion is um, and, and just to backtrack, like pay attention to how they age him and how his behavior portrays his aging throughout the play too because i thought he was a genius the way he did that like he acts completely differently from the first act to the second act and it's really cool it made me think about like how i'm gonna be when as i age 
how I was when I was 19 and how I am now that I'm older. Yeah, stop looking at me like that. Anyway, the other place that you want to pay attention to that is extremely different, all of the play is very different from the musical, or the not the France. musical, um, the, the soundtrack. All of it is very different in that the score is, it's been, you know, it's been processed for, um, it's it's been processed for a listening audience, for an audience of the 2000s that's very used to auto-tune and perfect tempos and nothing being out of place. And and honestly, like we've I think that in terms of modern music, we've lost a little bit of what we had when when recordings first started to come into existence. Um, yeah. You know, you listen to the golden age of rock and roll and you hear that emotion in Robert Plant's voice. Is his voice perfect? No. But uh, as of today, we've become so accustomed to this perfection. <laughs> like, like you take a look at the waveform and you make sure that the waveform is lined up. So in that effect. No, you do live, that. Everyone else doesn't the, care. No, but like that's what recording engineers do in today's top pop songs. And I'm sure they did that a lot on this too. Um, I, anyway, all of that to say the live recording is very different. You, you know, there are some imperfect moments and I think that that's what gives it character. That's what gives it its beauty. Um, so, I mean, watch for the emotion all the way through. You don't hear that emotion on the live on the, on the recording. Um, and I think the, the, part that really like stabbed me in the heart is when uh the it's quiet uptown when hamilton is literally like begging his wife to forgive him and he's sobbing i mean that i was crying i don't know about you but i was crying well i'm a man and i don't cry so real men cry ruben alexander hamilton cried yeah when his son died (laughs) whoops Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, well, uh, again, they are all dead. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, I was hoping to have a beer with Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> well, you could have home. a beer with David Diggs. Da- Man. Oh, holy smokes, David Diggs. Uh, oh, my gosh. So he was, he, you know, I was always curious as to who was going to be kind of like the secondary character that kind of broke out. Mm-hmm. 100% David Diggs. Like, oh yeah! Like Hamilton, like uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, obviously, uh, you know he it was his show. Uh, he stole the show. Like there's there's nothing that uh, that he, you know anyone can do really to like take the spotlight. But holy smokes! I know when he came out as I mean, uh, and to be honest, you know I've streamed this eighty three times. Uh, Lafayette. And Thomas Jefferson have never been my favorite characters. I'm instantly swayed. I kind of want. Oh wanna, my gosh! I kind of want to watch with one of the other characters, like because they have uh, uh, what's his name, Egglehart, whatever his last name, his first name, James. Bless you. Uh, Monroe Egglehart. He plays the genie right. in uh in a in a in, in in the Sound of Music. Um, oh. And. Uh, <laughs> And he's a big guy. He's a big guy, you know? And he plays Thomas Jefferson and uh, Lafayette in one of the other renditions. So I kind of want to see where yeah. he lies, you know, and how that works It would works be out. very interesting to see, like, not with the original cast now. I do still want to see it live. Yeah, at some point. Maybe when the tickets are yeah. cheaper. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Or, but also at the same time, like, it's not that big of a deal for me to be like up close and personal this time around. Like we can be in the back. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, and the other, my other thought is I wonder how this is going to affect ticket sales. Like if having a Broadway show being able to stream at any time is going to bring the price of tickets down. Maybe. Cause it's, I don't know. It's going to be very curious to see. Uh, so last, uh, kind of note that I want to bring up here, uh, is what was that last note? <laughs> nice dude I, just, I totally blinked uh no i i think it's it's interesting uh to see you know a broadway play being being streamed mm-hmm. and i wonder yeah. if because we multimedia.com reported a couple months ago that there was a new broadway um streaming service launching uh i thought yeah yeah i'm trying to remember what the name of it is um i'll find it but uh, but at that point, we had said, oh, I wonder if this is before they even announced Hamilton being uh, a movie. Broadway uh, HD is what it's called. Yes. Broadway H. No, it's uh, Broadway on demand. Uh, there's there's okay. two. There's two out. There's one that's Broadway oh, HD cool. and there's a new one that's coming out called uh, Broadway on demand. And so uh, Broadway HD has been around for like eight years now. Uh, and Broadway on Demand, I don't think has launched just yet. But we had talked about like, oh, is this going to be like the future of uh, musicals? Like, are we going to start seeing a lot more musicals? You know, basically live to tape. Um, you know, where you have. And by the way, the way they recorded this thing is incredible. They recorded it over four mm-hmm. days, uh, where and two of those days without any audience, and two days were were with the audience. So why is everybody calling me right now? Uh, <laughs> And uh, You're just so popular, I get it. Jeez. Right? Uh, so it's just really interesting to see. And I'm curious to see what the future of Broadway is going to be. Like, will we see these plays, you know, become a phenomenon on Broadway and then get a deal with a streaming service? And also, did Disney Plus just kill the Broadway streaming services? I think they might have. Well, and also the way Hamilton was done sets a precedent for every other filming of any Broadway show at this point. It everything is going to be compared to Hamilton. They yeah. have changed the game. Yep. Ugh. I. It makes me excited and also sympathetic and also scared. <laughs> but if we get to if we get to request certain Broadway musicals, uh, live for streaming, I have a couple of requests that I'd like to put in. I have a couple of re- suggestions. <laughs> Instead of fleeing west. Uh, all right. Unless I want to get you into Dear Evan Hansen. No. No. All right. Good talk. No. 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 Hello? All right. Closing thoughts on Hamilton on Disney Plus. Closing thoughts. Um, watch it. Even if you don't like Hamilton, even if you don't like rap or hip hop or are racist watch it or america yeah if you live somewhere else watch it it's awesome it's an incredible show you will not be disappointed uh i will say this i fell in love with all of the dancers (laughs) me too i you know when we were watching it the first time i was disappointed initially that there wasn't dialogue and i thought man i have to sit through the next three hours of this i don't know and then I got sucked in and 
And, at, you know, at the beginning when I realized there wasn't any dialogue, there wasn't anything new, I was like, I don't know if I'm actually going to enjoy this. And I don't know if I'll ever want to watch this again. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, I need to watch this again. <laughs> I, I also think that us staying up until midnight to watch it kind of contributed to our exhaustion of it. Yeah. You know, like I it think was it, a combination of things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, I am. I am glad that my original prediction from a year ago that we basically don't need to watch the musical to know what happened basically is true. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I and, and and it was exciting that we get to watch it on our Hamilversary. It wasn't our Hamilversary. Yes, it was. It was nope. close enough. All right, well, I'm going to wish you a happy birthday now because it's close enough to your birthday that I don't actually Thank have you. to. Thank you. You're the first person who has and also the first person who's cared. So, <laughs> wait, so, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does this mean with the plan changes that you told me about earlier that you're going to be in town for your birthday? I will be in town Dang for my it. birthday, yes. Ugh. Now I have to get you a present. Well, that'll make up for the last six years. <laughs> Hey, I sent you a present last year. It's not my fault that you didn't get it. No, 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 no. I gave you Bradley. No, you didn't. You hated Bradley when you first met him. That is not true. Yes, it is. That is. He's going to walk in this way now. Uh, Anyway, uh, just FYI, next week's episode is going to be a heavy episode. It's going to be a great episode. It's definitely something that you need to listen to. Uh, it's yeah. going to be something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm really excited to get started with the real content of this season because one of the things that we're doing is uh, trying to give you something to feed your soul during this time. This, this year, this entire year has been unprecedented. And so we're trying to adjust our content that we're giving you to fit that. And hopefully it'll be a blessing to you. So next week we have uh, a gentleman by the name of what's his name? Todd Ted Cruz. <laughs> let's oh, try, let's okay. try that again. What was his name? Todd. Redford. Ted Cruz. All right. All right. No, seriously. What's his name? Zodiac killer. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. What's his name? Todd Redberg. Todd Red Redberg. Redberg. Red. Berg. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, he has a book. <laughs> he has a book out that I highly suggest you download or purchase or whatever you do with books. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Check it out on Amazon. And while you're going to Amazon to look for Todd Redberg's book called life's a pain, uh, make sure that you use our Amazon link. It's going to be linked down in the description for this podcast. If you click that link and use it to like, literally just click the link. It'll take you to the Amazon homepage. You'll be really confused. Like, Hey, did that work? It did work and we will get money. So do that. Click that link and use it and, and money. <laughs> link plus you equals money that is that, that's as far as my brain goes well, it's more like link plus you minus your money plus buying something on amazon equals money for us yeah that, something like that that was math uh anyway go check out todd redberg's uh books he has two of them on amazon one is called life's a pain that's the one that we're going to be talking about on next week's episode it's really good and it's a quick read so make sure you check that out. 
Also, subscribe to us also. on all of our platforms. All of them. Yes, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on the Podcatcher Podcaster Apper. Uh, we are on. <laughs> we were on a billboard once for a minute. Uh, I w- actually, I think we are also on the bathroom wall in the at the Roxy uh, in Los Angeles. So, uh, subscribe to us in all those places. What? Yes. We okay. We were on. Oh, I never started the recording. Of the video. Uh, it's, okay, we don't have video for this week. That's, yeah, that's fine. fine. That's fine. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, Lord. It's one of those weeks. Uh, so subscribe to us and uh, <laughs> we're going to. Hey, as we close, I have, I have one thing. Did you look at what I sent you yet? What did you send me? Okay, so before, before we started this recording, I oh, said. Oh, no. That, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. So what I just no. sent Ruben is a picture from an engagement shoot uh, where it's like the, the bride and the groom and their shoes are in front of the camera. So they're sitting and you can see the soles of their shoes and hers say I and his say do. And then there's the best friend right next to them and his shoes have an N and a T on them. And so it's I don't. And he's just like really looking left out and sad. And then uh the wedding shots have her and him it's the same position and her shoes say i won and then the best man it looks like is sitting right there with his shoes and the bottom say shut up so i've decided that when brad and i get married uh we're going to do that and you're going to be the best friend does that mean i'm going to be his best man right hand man is that better rise up right right Rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up. That's what I sing when I'm making my sourdough. Rise up. Here comes a flower, rise up. Rise up. All right, with that, with that. Uh, we bid you uh, fondue. Fondue? We, we bid you fondue. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Make sure to tune in for an incredible interview, and we can't wait to to, to see you. I, I Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> we don't get to see them. They see us. I know. Unless I they just listen to mistake. us. I challenge you to a duel. Goodbye. Oh, I no. challenge you to fondue. What? My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we, we are, out are out of fondue. <laughs> that's so sad. We never had any. Oh, that's even sadder. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 